cord to the cloud. What does that mean? Who's cloud? That shit was loud as hell. <coughs> this meeting <coughs> is being <coughs> recorded. Cheese. <laughs> I don't know what all that was. Yo. I promise you, I, I what an introduction. I, I hate you. <laughs> I do smoke often. This isn't just coffee McGee. The thing is, I know people who smoke for years and they still sound like a lung's about to come out. Um if a lung doesn't sound like it's about to come out. Is it? Is it? Is it? Or is it one of my uh one of my coworkers always tell me, you sound like you got that shit. Ms. Roan. I'm like, don't don't do Ms. that. Ms. Not not Ms. Roan, not that shit. Don't do it. Ms. Roan. I don't have none of it. But welcome everybody to Sip and Spell with me, DJ, blogger educator bad bitch extraordinaire taylor waits and my dog's loud ass bone conde we are here today with chi you know chi am i saying it correctly you said it perfectly period period who can you tell us a little bit what what you do where you're from what brings you here today um i'm a fashion stylist and image consultant my company is styling by chi we aim to empower inspire through fashion and style. Um, that's what's really gotten me to the point I am at today. I'm here on this podcast because I love Taylor. She reached out about asking if I wanted to join and I enjoy her energy. She makes me feel safe and comfortable. So why yes. wouldn't I? Here he so, is. <laughs> just to see what happens on this. <laughs> just trying to have fun. She's like, I'm just waiting to see what happens. And I'm like, you are the moment. You happened. <laughs> We're here now. Let's make it a tweet. Let's make it a Period. No, I got to get you. Wait, T. This is a moment. I need to get you on my Twitter. Y'all, you can't have, the people on here, like, hearing my voice, y'all can't have my Twitter, but just know that the picture, the profile picture is a trash can. And I need it, please. The bio is, I'm drinking dumb bitch juice at the moment. So I think you you need it. Please have it. Please send it. I'm going to send it. It's an honor. And there's like 30 people on it and I'm just being ridiculous. Like it's one of those accounts. It's really fun. Um, I'm ready for the text. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the text. Patiently. Let me not die. Um, what we're sipping on today, I'm sipping on cheese behalf, um, even though she's also sipping. But I've got some Jackie D, Tennessee honey. It's 7%, which is way too much. And of course... It's extra niggatry in this bitch. We got the honey. We got the honey, y'all. This is so disgusting. Let me tell you the story of this motherfucking honey. I bought honey because I it was my birthday last week, and I was having you know four or five niggers with a hard R over, and I was like, what do they like? Y'all know, and they be liking honey. There's no black function that I've been to where there's not honey. And let me tell, let me preface: never tasted honey before. So I buy the Henny and of course it's behind the counter. And I'm like, girl, why is it behind the counter? And they were, you know, I'm in a black neighborhood, so racism. So they were like, yeah, girl, you want this Henny? You gotta go behind the counter. I gotta suck some dick. I gotta talk to the bodyguard to get this goddamn Henny. Get the Henny. When I tell you after my birthday party, no one touched that fucking 
looking at me. It was like three shots. I've had this Henny for weeks, friends, in the back of my car. It's been in other people's houses. I've tried to leave it in people's fridge, and it always comes back to me. God damn it, this Henny. So we're going to do our best. <laughs> no one told me no one actually drinks the Henny. I'm like, so it's just for pictures? What is it for? I'm so stuck on the hard R. <laughs> Just because if they're coming over, they'll want this henny. Was my, you know, racism? That was gold. Stereotype. That was gold. Perfect timing. I'm so mad at them. And they're like, "Oh, girl, you got henny. It's one of them nights." (laughs) Yeah, y'all pour up the henny. The henny (laughs) full. No one having poured it. So I'm gonna do. Actually, I'm gonna do one right now before we start. Cheer me on, G. What are you drinking? Drive the boat. <laughs> That's Duce. Uh, Drive the boat, try the yacht. It can be. Like- no boat because Meg, is, Meg has a boyfriend and I'm over it. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I respect that. Oh. Don't don't check on Henny. <sighs> Take it like a champ. Chase it down with some Jackie D. Breakfast of champions. Hmm. I'm living. That was so delicious. <laughs> high in protein, huh? Oh, my back hurts from that. But it's okay. So, Chi, we're going to get into our first game. <laughs> okay. We love playing games here. But life ain't no game. Shit is serious. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest not to bust out laughing right now. Oh, literally, you have to. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> like I said, we're going to see how this goes. Okay. Yeah, I gave you an example, but the first one is definitely not anything like the example. So with Chi, I wanted to play this game called, look look at Chi, I'm screaming. Like, it's called What Would You Wear? It's based off of this series um, with this YouTuber that I watch who also does fashion, beauty, lifestyle, and also vlogging. And her name's Jen M., cute little Asian girl from San Francisco. And she does this series called What Would You Wear? And it's different scenarios that her followers give her, her subscribers. And she does videos about what exactly it is that she would wear. So okay, okay. we can't get up and put our clothes on. It's the end of the day. I'm tired. My titties hurt. Like, we're not going to do that. Um, but what we can do is, you know, explain what it is that we, that we have, uh, what it is that we would wear to set events. And the example I gave was like a virtual party event, basically like your crush is there. So I think we can go through that as like a tester. We can go ahead and do that as a tester. Uh, no, let's do it in reverse. Oh, oh. Yeah, let's do it in reverse. I feel like you're being nice to me and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Period, so you wanna do like the hard, not the hardest one, but the most like obscure one to- Let's go, yeah. Yeah, okay. This nigga is throwing bones, baby. <laughs> Did I tell you, Connor needs to work at the damn morgue. This nigga's throwing bones, bitch, <laughs> across the room. He said, "Mommy, you want to see?" He has no thumbs, but this bone, baby, going feet. I can't. I literally can't stand him. Okay, let me pull up my. Okay, so the most quote-unquote obscure um, would be what would you wear? Damn, little nigga, just just wait. Just two seconds. Shit. And now he's looking at me. Just wait two seconds. Wait for me to get the <laughs> shit out, Conde. Shit. Yo. 
I can't stand him. Why is he coming closer? Like, it's just crazy to me. There's so much room in here. Like, go. Anyway, let me get back on track because he's wilding out. I can't believe it. Um, what would you wear if you were stuck? Okay, so what would you wear? This The scenario is that you went out of town and you have a certain amount of clothes, right? You went out of town and you went out of town specifically. You're sneaking. You're sneaky linking. <laughs> okay. During the Miss Rome. So you went out to have a little fun. On the last day, Miss Rome. Yes, On the last day, um, y'all are supposed to go to a sneaky link at the beach, little private party for four to five okay. people, not too much. Okay. But you didn't bring enough clothes. You actually wore all of your outfits um, that you brought. So what would you do? In an instance where, you know, you're in this new place, you're with friends, you might have to borrow clothes, might have to wear something that you've already worn, which for me is like a big faux pas. I'm like an Instagram. Yeah, that is funny. I can't really wear it again. Um, so yeah, think of yourself being on a trip and you've already worn all your clothes and you have to come up with something that you'd wear. Something new. There, there's, no, there's no option to buy more. You could. Yeah, you could buy more. I ain't got no money, so I wouldn't. But you can. So it's in the scenario, I don't have money. I no, don't have it. I, just link. I just I just came to the sneaky link broke. I, I didn't have anything. No, and because I know she would bring some motherfucking play money. I know you'd have your cash on hand. Period. I know you know we might have to run into Rainbow real quick. Don't do it. Yes. Um, no. So what would you do? I'm really trying to think because I don't know if I if I I don't know. Uh, what would you better? I hate, just like you said, I hate wearing things twice for some reason. Like, I don't mind like, wearing a pair of jeans or like sneakers, but yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, and we're just going to the beach? To the beach? Each? Nikki Minjaj. We're going to the beach. Uh, well, I would. Mm. So, okay, so the option, I feel like the option to go buy some clothes is way too easy. Right. That's and I feel like that defeats the purpose. So this, okay. So let me see. I would ask a friend, if I'm with, I'm with friends too, right? Yeah. Okay, I would ask a friend, I'm like, okay, do you have a shirt I can wear? Nope. I would ask a friend, do you have some jeans I can wear that you think yeah. I could fit? And then I'd ask him if yeah. I can have an oversized shirt. Mm-hmm. And I got my shoes like some casual, maybe like some Stan Smiths or something, some Converse. Mm. And we're good. We're just like some sandals. We're going to the beach. <laughs> it's like an oversized, casual. I love that. Would you just wear a tee, no jeans? That could also work. Think you I'm going to the beach. Belt it. Well, don't belt it. You said to belt it? I said, don't belt it at the beach. Then no, I wouldn't belt it at the beach. I feel like I could... I, I feel like maybe like a little platform, little heel, just a, just a, a little, just a little. Or I'm extra at the beach, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. And I then I change to like sandals, make sure I accessorize it. Cause I think I still have my accessories and then I'd be cool because when you factor in Sandy, yeah. and, uh, you know, and Here. stuff, so. I feel like I would do the same thing other than the jeans. I would ask if I could rip them or if they have an old pair of jeans. It's that simpler. Too. Like oversized. I'm a bleach fiend, so if I didn't care about the jeans that I already brought, <laughs> and like but obviously, why they have bleach on a sneaky link? Well, I'm at somebody's house. We at the Airbnb. Oh, I didn't know it was Airbnb. 
Oh, where do you think we going on the sneaky link? Holiday Inn? Oh, no. <laughs> we pulling all the stops. Okay. 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 <laughs> I we, got, we, got some we got some bleach. Yeah, we got bleach. We can break it oh, up. That, that makes all the difference. And if, if we're at it, like, it's one, I'm thinking, like, it's a hotel. If it's an Airbnb, yeah. No, yeah, we're good. Yeah, got groceries. You know, we. I prefer Airbnbs. Yeah, but that's me. No, that's literally me all the time. Ever since I started getting them, I just found money in my titty. Um, let me put that away. It's a very black on moment. That thing <laughs> that gave me so much comfort. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, it's money. Love that. Yeah, thirty five cent in there too. That just made me feel very safe. I scream. Made me feel like you were gonna tell me to take my time. Um, and I appreciate that. I'm telling you to take your time and let them use you. Take your time, baby. Take your time. I appreciate it. Let them use you. Let them use you. That's my favorite one. Okay, let me do, let's do the next one. Um, the next one, let me read. Click, click, click. Why does my screens be flipping when you know I'm about to read? It? Yeah. Okay. What would you wear? So this is like the, that was the most obscure, which is isn't even too obscure. I definitely lost, had back stolen, or just had clothes go missing on a trip before, and you just gotta like you said, if you have money to buy new clothes, that's my thing. I just don't want to spend the money because I I have clothes like they're just not here, bro. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. If you could envision this really sick shoe, it's it was here but now it's not so i just feel mad about having to spend the money twice so i'm going the route that you just said where i'm gonna f- figure it the fuck out with whatever i have that's uh, you exactly but if you're gonna buy clothes because you have the money to go off do so that do that as well too um the next one the next scenario is that oh kind of said oh i want to play hey friend kind of don't make me kick you out hey nephew Exactly. Y'all better come get y'all nissy, y'all nephew. He acting all types of bad right now. He got his little bow tie on. He don't know how to act. He put his little clothes on his little friend. Exactly. He said, he said, I hear them talking on there. I I know they hear this goddamn bone. I know they do. I hear you stink. (laughs) You're ugly. Do not call him Stink. <laughs> Give him a puffy coat if you're going to call him that. I can't. <laughs> he needs a puffy coat and a gold. He does look like Terrence Howard, though. Oh, my gosh. You're yes. gonna ask me this question. You were not going to insult my nephew like that. He looks just like him. And he's a beautiful. Terrence Howard? Yes. And he bitch his ass. Look at him. Matt. Okay. What would you wear? Um, on oh, I like this one because I always have difficulty finding it. What would you wear um, on a trip to the amusement park? Oh my! God. I've always struggled with amusement park outfits. It's like, do I overdress because I may see somebody I know, or do I just give over overly casual and comfortable? Um, I, I probably just wear like maybe like a crop top, some oversized distressed jeans, uh-huh. like light wash, and like some. The, probably like some Nike Cortez. <laughs> Those are I, was thinking, I was thinking sandals, but um, they're gonna fly off. So I was about to say I have many times been the bitch, <laughs> and then the guy is like, 
yeah, you have to wait till the park closes because we're not going to go get that sandal. Yeah. So you're just walking around with one shoe. One, yeah. That's been me many times. So I have never known how to dress at an amusement park, clearly. I've had my glasses fly off on Space Mountain um, after I saw my dad's car. So I was like, damn, how are we going to get it back? Um, and that was crazy. And then I drove all the way to Orlando. My dad literally lives in Tampa. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was 18. I'd never been to Disney World. And my best friend was in town. I was like, so what if? Not that what if. You <laughs> that what if. And we got in the car and it was history. And of course, my glasses fucking flew off at Space Mountain. I was wearing the wrong bra. You so have such people everywhere. Yes. It was fucking ridiculous. Such a, a great memory. It was a really great memory, and it was my first time there because my parents, like, they never brought us. And it's not a, you know, it's not their fault. You're not in the wrong. I was just like, why did we never go? And he, my parents were literally like, it was for little kids, and y'all never acted like little kids. Like, y'all never acted like y'all wanted to. Wow. And I was like, period. Me and my brother were out here smoking cigs at four. Like, we're not doing that shit. Leave that for the kids. Y'all go ahead and leave that for the kids. We're not going there. So I had never been, and I decided to steal his car. And I didn't wear any of the right clothes. And when I think about it, every time I go to a amusement park, I never wear the right stuff. I'm thinking mainly, like you said, someone's going to see me or I'm going to be seen, especially by a lot of people. So I want to be cute. But I end up losing most of those items. Half it's not time. even that. It's not even like a, a concern. And maybe you can relate to this um, on people just seeing you. It's just like, I don't want to see you. Mm. So it's like, if, if I could show up looking a mess, yeah. I would. Because Period. I'm going to be sweating. Period. It's going to be windy on these rides. But then you always see somebody you know when you look a mess. Now, when I look like a linebacker, I see like three of my friends. I hate you. But then when I'm actually like, <laughs> I look nice, you don't see anybody. You just see creepy white men, you know? So it's just. Just be Gerald in the back. Like a, like, uh, what, you know that meme with the white dude in the pool? Yes. <laughs> He's talking to the black girl. <laughs> Literally that. He's always very much uncomfortable. Hey, Joquisha. I, I love um I, I love, love hair. I love your hair. So ethnic. Have you ever had that Popeye's chicken sandwich? <laughs> talking about Doja Cat or whatever. They were talking about hotel meetings. It's fucking wild. Now you want to play with the bone? Well, no. I won't play with it. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, nephew, on mom's behalf. I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> he just pushed the, pushed the whole table. <laughs> Oh, wow. <coughs> that hurt his feelings. Yeah, fuck him. Period. I love you, Sting. But <laughs> I'll always love you. I can't. Oh, see, you getting gassed up. Gassed up, shoddy. Yeah, bark, bark, bork. Sounded like a baby. Bork, bork. Look at him go. <laughs> so in summary, Conde. I would wear no jean shorts. Do not wear jean shorts to the jean shorts. Absolutely not. No. So terrible. Vagina will feel so bad the rest of the yeah, day. Don't do that. Guys. That's not everybody needs that though. No, I feel like a lot of people wear jean shorts. One to the beach and two to amusement parks. And I'm like, girl, oh, okay, I'm not blunt. 
And you know, you can't be doing that. That shit just rides the fuck up. I cannot do that. So yeah, it's very uncomfortable. I'm thinking like if I, I have my Ivy Park dress um, to name drop, but I would think of like a legging set, like an athleisure. Yes. Yes. Period. <laughs> Me having going into the negative. Leave the people stand. But at least you got that Abby Park on. That's what matters. Me and my Abby Park in my box outside. Me and my Telfar <laughs> with no house, living outside, literally living in it. And my couch. That's all you need. That's, That's all, all you need. But I do like an athleisure. I just like the Ivy Park, the, the winter collection of like the monogram. Um, like yeah, it was really nice. Oh, those were so pretty. And the brown was also really nice. I like that color wave. So I would definitely do a legging, high-waisted legging with like a bra or sometimes amusement parks want you to wear. But the thing is, they usually wear you, let you wear sports bras or maybe a sports bra with like a big tank um, and like a hat moment. Like I definitely want to look like... Um, somebody's like mom but it's clear that she's got her body done and she's getting fucked every night like she just looks so good like oof just we love to see it okay yeah. it's, it's, it's giving sierra with a mix of johnson yes. yes think of jocelyn hernandez like going oh, i love her yeah think of jocelyn hernandez going to the amusement park like it would be very much that she, i'm sure we'll shut yeah definitely be shut down I know she'd wear powers. a heel or like even a thin like Nike or maybe even an Air Max. I'd even wear an Air Max thing. Within her. hours, it would be shut down if, if Jocelyn showed up. <laughs> With her baby. With her. I love her. I love Jocelyn Hernandez. Literally, she's the motherfucking best. I see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's great. Uh, I wish she was here now. Jocelyn, but she's running a strip club and doing Terry Wattic. Um, So she doesn't have time. But the least provocative question about what it is that you would choose to wear or a situation um, is something that just has to pertain to 2021, which is what has, like, how have you perfected the Zoom outfit? Like, what is it that you feel like you need to pay attention to? What is it that you usually wear that you feel like 10 out of 10? Like, I look put together. People wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I just woke up six seconds ago. Um, that actually happened to me before. That yeah. actually and I had a zoom call and I was like rushing um I've worn like blazers and like I've accessorized up yes That's what I've done um and you're wearing whole time I'm wearing like basketball shorts and like fuzzy socks and sweats underneath like so that's the way I've mastered it mm-hmm. I don't think I've mastered it because I'm still overwhelmed yeah. but you know it's like I've yeah yeah nervous there's this picture of this dog and it has like the jacket on and it just says nervous and the dog is like precisely <laughs> there's all there's always that zoom call anxiety i get for some reason every single time i, I mean it's crazy i would that's why i asked you if zoom is still okay because like i know personally having been in school for like these past Three, going on three years, well, I haven't stopped going to school. I've just continuously gone, number one, that. But being in class on Zoom, like, I'm irritable when I get on this bitch. I'll hop in the class, they'll be like, Taylor, how are you? Bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? You just call me a nigger? Like, are we doing this right now in class? They'll be, damn, bitch. Oh, the ER. And I'm like, number one, I'm in Aries with lots of Aries places. And number two, 
we're on Zoom. Like Zoom triggers me. This shit is fucking crazy. I'm tired of it's being a lie. I, I don't. I, when things are open, you will never catch me on Zoom again. If you period, anyone wants to listen, I can't. I'm zoomed out. This it is was cool at first. Yeah, it was cool because like, oh, this is cool. Zoom parties, and now I'm like, don't don't say anything to me. I don't ever. Please leave me alone. Yeah, I really can't do this. It's fucking disgusting. I hate it. I think that I haven't mastered it either. To be honest, like if I'm not going, if I'm not leaving my house, I will literally put a t-shirt on, put my hair up and wear like big earrings and call it a day. Mm -hmm. I feel like your accessories can sometimes pull together whatever it is that you have on. Right. And it makes up for what you're not wearing. Yeah, because I could wear, I know I definitely want a blazer several times especially if I'm doing a presentation, but those yeah. times I'm definitely taking time to like get up and be ready. And they're paying me to be on the camera. But on other instances when, you know, I might just be doing like an IG live or I'm doing a set or anything else. I'm like, if we're looking at the waist up, it's going to be a t-shirt. Like it usually is a t-shirt. Yeah. If I want it to be fancy, I'll put on a dangly earring and put my hair up. If I want it to be casual, I'll put my hair down or like don't wear an earring or maybe wear one or even wear like a tank top, show my arms. But I'm so bad about formal wear in general. Like mm -hmm. I hate having a job uh, or a job where you have to go in and like have a dress code and uniforms and dress codes in general. But I just don't really understand that category. I'm like, what is formal? What is professional? What is, you know, things you should wear you shouldn't you're supposed to you can't like all of that is just too vague for me so i understand that it's, it's, it's hard to fit under those restrictions as creative as you are um and it's yeah it's hard dressing like that when you want to express yourself and if you use which it seems like you use your style to express yourself yeah so that's tough yeah. yeah and especially like you were saying earlier as black women i feel like that's a lot of our things like we're not really allowed to have a voice and a lot of the other things Nothing. and no. so it's our style it's our hair it's what we it's what we wear and a lot of those things are demonized especially you know they just made it legal to not discriminate against black just people. Made it legal. literally like, you hear that like just made it legal literally a few months ago and that's just in the state of new york i can't I, what like i can't control what comes out of my head. like what? are you Niggas, huh? Don't even get me started, Taylor. I'm screaming. That's what the podcast is for. I took a shot of Henny. Let me take another one. Maybe that'll ignite your tongue. To spit that hot shit. I'm yeah. already I just don't understand how we're not allowed to express ourselves and wear certain clothes or earrings or identify however and when white counterparts do it it's like they're praised and they're put on vogue it's just like it's just here i'm tired of these neanderthals who just learned how to bathe getting on the front cover like this is just like ridiculous and it's really the media it's the mediocrity for me <laughs> the bare minimum the bar is isn't the bar is not on the floor the bar it's is underground um like speaking of fashion, I feel like this this fashion into COVID game has been accelerated by these young 
Black designers. Creative girls, absolutely. Who have come up with all of these amazing ways for people to dress, to look, to present clothing. And once again, these bitches are so far behind. Gucci just copied, just copied Telfar. Oh, guessed it. Oh, guess not Gucci, guess. The other G company that's also equally terrible. Um, copied off of Telfar. Appreciate that distinction. And before that, it was, I forget the designer's name that had the runway show where the clothes were like slick on the body. What? No, yeah. she did the virtual show. Yeah, she did the virtual show. And then now everybody and their mom, because before they were still doing in-person shows, which is so annoying. Now everybody wants to have the budget, but y'all been had the budget. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I'm listen, my biggest thing, um, at least for me in the fashion industry, and I know you can relate, is that I don't ever want... I was like, I want to make sure I can do something where our voices are heard. Yeah. And any any kind of means or or connection or anything I can do yeah. to help somebody else who looks like me make it, you know, I'm gonna do that. I don't I don't listen. Mm-hmm. I, there's so many of us who make it and then we get comfortable around the people who don't even like us. And then we forget about who we were and how we got here. And we forget about the people that are trying to follow in our footsteps. Period. I think okay. I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to be that person. That's a lifestyle that you really have to keep, because especially as a business owner, like it's one thing to say like I'm actively searching for black, new black talent, black artists, black people, because that is that is a job that I need to be doing. But it's also another thing to actively. to actively. literally to, as a person, like no, yeah. I'm always looking for new upcoming black folk to empower <laughs> and to give money to and resources. Yeah. And not yeah. everybody's on that tip. Some people are literally like, you know, in your 20s, you should put people on. And then you got to keep your own wealth. You know, other people have different philosophies about it. But I'm with you where it's like, it's a continual thing because I more so believe in not necessarily money and co- money coming back to me, but just opportunity after opportunity after experience. Because after the thing is, when you have good intentions and you're actually trying to pass resources and empower people and do right by them, you will, uh, the, mo- the money is going to follow you. I don't know why people sure. think that both of these things can't like coexist. Yeah. Like it's just either you make it and you just say to hell with everybody else or like, um, or you just bring them up, but you'll never reach that certain level. That's the best man voice impersonation I can do. Period. But it's like, you can, why can't you do both? You know what I mean? It's like, we see white people do it all the time. Period. It's like, you guys are like trying to be like them and you're not like them. We're supposed Period. to make sure that we have each other's back. That shouldn't be something that's frowned upon or makes you feel like you're not like, you lack the business acumen or you're just making terrible decisions. It's just like, yeah. no, having a good heart is still a good thing. Try to with anybody else that like if I can listen if I can see somebody let me say this if I can see somebody um a little black girl who loves fashion mm-hmm. who maybe had a, a tough upbringing maybe she's being raised by a grandparent she goes to a public school so you know they're not teaching her what she should know at the age of maybe like 14 or 15 yeah and I'm what years older than her um mm-hmm. I know what I want I know what I'm doing I'm working in my passion and she asks me for help or advice or if I can mentor her or talk to her so why why would I why would I turn her away literally just to tell her well I have a meeting and these people are paying me because I was her so it's like you guys make it and forget where you came from because you're trying to compete with white people and it's not even a competition no they had a 400 year head start and they're still behind if you don't help people that look like you 
uh-uh. succeed so there's more people in these rooms mm-hmm. with that'll have resources yeah it's, it's, why it's, y'all gatekeeping like it, it, listen um wh- what did uh new york's mom say what's not clicking what's, <laughs> what's not cl- what is it like we're people, to- people complain about a lack of resources and then they get put in positions where they have it mm-hmm. and then they keep it mm-hmm. Most like, then how are you complaining when you have the the manpower to change that literally to make to to make a difference i think absolutely on top of uh every amazing thing that you just said it's also a lifestyle or an act something that you have to give into every day or that you have to work on every day to to continuously be the one um, that is making change or that is pushing things forward. And as black women, that's usually who we are in the office. The people who experience um, some of the worst, some of the worst atrocities at the office. So we're able to say like, this happened to me. And if it's happening, it could happen to other people, blah, blah, blah. So we're revolutionizing offices, corporations, ideals, systems for free all the time um it's not anything else to do that or to consciously want to do that for another person in our own community black people um black women black queer folk but you extend that to then women in the industry or people if you even want to whittle it down to people who believe in me and who are give are in a transactional relationship where I get something and they get something, we're doing what we need to be doing um, to even whittle it down to just the people within my quote unquote circle. But people don't see it that way. When when I host an event, you know, not only are the people that I've casted in this event people that I believe in, we've all shared blunts together. I've helped them find places to live. They helped me move. These people are not just niggas who are talented these are people within my community who help me to be a person who build me as a person who watch my dog who make sure that i'm safe who call me when i need something this is not just you know like you said we're building generations of connections of wealth as you could say of experience exactly and i i I don't want anyone to ever look at us Uh and feel like we're unapproachable or they wouldn't help me because they surpassed a certain point. Mm-hmm. So why would they give somebody like me this time of day? That'll never happen. No, unapproachability. I definitely have been like dressed, and not, yeah, looking and me being very unapproachable in 2021 because this is specifically for white folk and corporations oh, and and people with too much fucking money. Stop that's different. Stop talking. Shut the fuck up. No, I no, I, I understand. I, I, I agree. I'm just talking about us. No, literally with us. But it's funny that you bring up that word because I'm like, I do want to see my to a certain sort of crowd. To a certain extent. Never. never. To a certain extent, yeah. Um, because everyone doesn't deserve access to, to, to you. Let boundaries yeah. need to be set. Let that be known. Seriously. But when we're in like communities of people that are just disenfranchised or they're impoverished or whatever the case may be there's a lot of kids who feel like they can't come or speak to people like us yeah because they're like well maybe not because we look rude or look a certain way yeah. but they've accomplished so much and we're not used to people who've accomplished much looking back looking out for us once they yeah. make it you know yeah. but for everybody else you can't be everything for everybody all the time yeah. if you're not good then yeah if it's not serving you um if it's not 
benefiting you if it doesn't match your, you know, beliefs and ideals, it's not for you. Yeah. And I will say this, while I feel like we should, you know, share the resources, not gatekeep things, um, Black women can't always save the day. So some of y'all got to do the work as well. Um, Y'all do. All of y'all do. Everybody does. Exactly. It should be an even load because we should be exhausted and overwhelmed going about something you weren't supposed to. Everybody does it. And that's really the you know, the big, the big to do, which is why it's unapproachability on the other hand, because it's like black women can continue to do the things that we're doing. If nobody else is going to, you know, this is, this is one of the main things in 2021 and 2020. I love saying is like, those are white people problems. And I mean, that oh, yeah. that's not white people need to get that together. Like you said, we're a community. We're building wealth. We're talking to one another. We're, we're the outside. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all have the resources. And doing all that shit that we just explained, just coming together, all of that is already enough. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need any outside women. We don't need any outside validation or anything like that. We're good how we are. It's mostly black women, mostly black gay people who are doing all this politics exactly. to get us into these places, to have these conversations, to have these things. I think one of the main things I do like about Rona is that it's brought together the idea of like community for black folk i feel like in like i agree the form of i can't send you literally the form of verses and niggas coming together to watch like their favorite artists you know battle battle it out when it really is just a big party um to party to come together for things like that for virtual shows for things of that nature where we can all come together and like really reminisce on our culture and things that we want to bring back or things that we wish or things that people, I like, I love when people wonder like, why did that go away? Especially in terms of seventies fashion. I think that a lot of like singers nowadays are wearing a lot of seventies clothes. And yes, a lot of people are like, so why did we stop wearing this? And I'm like, the history of why we stopped wearing bell bottoms is racist. It's, yeah, so do you, everything that we've stopped doing that we love doing at a point has a racial tie to yes. it profession I'm, I'm, i promise google it i who, promise who would who would in their right mind stop wearing bell bottoms that's what i want to know that's what it comes down to period and trends coming back people wanting to emphasize certain things movements coming back into into play fashion has a place in all of it um as we all know and that's why i'm so excited to talk to you that was all, that was just the game that, yeah, we still have the conversation to get into um, but before we do that i want to give you a highlight to talk about some of the things that you got going on i know you've got a lot of events happening so let the people know what's happening with you while i serve conde this bone i don't know why that made me nervous um i need to nervous uh, ever i'm over here on two shots of honey i know <laughs> um i'll be i'll be a part of a, a panel called minority voices prosper um that'll be showing black and brown um youth that they can be creative and succeed that they have options um that you know the world is theirs that's the way that's the way i look at it here black creatives and black children teens whatever the case is you can do whatever you want to do only person to say that you can is yourself um i have like some photo shoots coming up that i'll be styling i feel like that's regular though like I don't think that's anything. Period. It's been on the floor. Uh, <laughs> I have my first webinar coming up. It's called Passion for Fashion. So I'll be teaching um, 
aspiring fashion stylists, models, creatives. Um, let them give, give them insights, the steps I took to get to where I am. I feel like if I'm given the opportunity to teach someone how to how to make it or, you know, succeed in their passion, why would I not? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. I think that's, I would know, okay, I'll be styling for like a few brands. Um, and I just finished my certification in women's entrepreneurship at Cornell. Yes. So, so yeah, try take uh, it as it comes. You're not trying, you're doing. We, we see you are an inspiration. You're doing exactly what the people want to see. Um, I love your content. I love your writing. I just love having conversations with you in general. You're not going to make me emotional. No, I'm all for you. You know, like literally number one fan. And I tell that to, I say that to a lot of people, but it's not necessarily in the terms of like, I say that to a lot of people, but in terms of like, no, I really believe in you. Like, no, I mean, I that the world, yeah. Like that shit is lit. Like other people should hear this. Then I'd be like, no, listen to Chi. Like I believe that shit, you know? Um, and to find other people, period. To find people that you believe in, that you connect with. There are certain things that you can do after that point. And I always tell my mentees, if you find somebody that you believe in just as much as you believe in yourself, you should empower them. That's the only sort of route you should take. Then to empower, as you say, to inspire, to leave resources to offer yes. is I'm not gonna make me emotional that's what you're not gonna do guys she's not gonna make me emotional today no she's she's, she's literally not, not look because our drunk is fun like how the fuck can you be emotional bitch i'm the one over here going through i know <laughs> you got me feeling emotions oh my gosh <laughs> my favorite area and i ever dreamed of we love my Come on, up. I did all of it. Did I run? I see you. Yeah, she's she's a singer in the nighttime. <laughs> you, know, you know I do sing, right? Do you really? Oh my god, I love that. They yeah. Because now I'm gonna. That's, that's what I. That's what I was like. I I used to be a visual artist. Yeah. Like a singer songwriter before I got into fashion. I still sing and songwrite, but fashion just just took. Exactly. Something. But that, I mean, for, I will say this. I yeah. will say this. It used to be on my Instagram, okay. but I just like, revamped it because I felt like I'm doing too much, yeah. and that, that ties into like black women not being allowed to do just one, more than one thing. I felt like you can't do more than one thing. You have to pick one thing. Yeah. So I put styling. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, feel, I feel you in that lane because I definitely feel like each one of my businesses does not get enough clout because it's just too hectic to try and keep up with me but yeah. at the time, i always tell people that's a part of my brand because i don't want ever want you to forget damn this bitch is doing a lot no bitch i am i am i'm doing a lot and she's doing 100 percent in every motherfucking lane period if you want to know who directed it who did the styling who produced it whose company owns it yeah that's all me period and that's on his bone this motherfucking bone this nigga is bombing on so like i also encourage you to see what are ways that you can marry those two things like for me people have people yeah i've been as a dj i feel like my style both musically as well as how i dress they go hand in hand they go hand in hand so i often do 
content about what I'm wearing to shows or what I would wear or things like that. And people enjoy that. And there is a niche group of people who really do like that. But in terms of like my writing, I just got published, period. So congratulations. Uh, Hold on. You. Hold on. Can we take a shot? Can we take a shot? You're stupid because you got published so many times. I live for you. I'm trying Can to be take a shot. No. I live for you. No, I'm, I'm gonna be playing. like this year. I'm literally I'm gonna playing. be public. Not you. Another shot ahead of you. I have to cook Aldi salmon today. And that salmon's gonna hit. Oh, Aldi salmon. If y'all ain't never had Aldi salmon, I think I have had it. Uh huh. Listen, we gotta celebrate. We let everybody. This is huge. Taylor just got published, okay? <laughs> just got published. Yes, period. That's huge. I'm so proud of you. That's a big deal. That's, a, that's a really big deal. It is. So I'm so excited about it. Um, and, you know, that's a lane that I'm still in. So I'm still going to submit my writing, my thinking to folks. I'm still in school. I'm a researcher. Um, so I have research curriculum that I sell. No limitations. Period. None. And I, Love it. I tell that to my kids all the time. They're like, I really like dance because they're in the same boat. And, and high school forces you literally to do that. You have to pick one aspect of yourself that you really want to cultivate. Yeah. And it's really unfortunately up to the parents, which as we know for black kids, especially black kids living in impoverished neighborhoods or with, you know, niggas that just don't have money, their parents don't have time to make sure, okay, school's covering their academics and this bug, but we need to put them in art classes and on Wednesdays they're going to do this. I would, I had the privilege of working with other privileged black kids whose parents were dedicated to making sure that they were quote unquote well-rounded and did all of these sorts of things, which you can see builds a person. But during public school, generally, as you say, you don't have time for any of that. You're exhausted doing bullshit, doing busy work, things you don't need to be fucking doing when you could be imagining, dreaming of a future that people that you literally think is impossible. I was watching Homecoming and the baton. Um, she's also she's also Nigerian. Um, hey. Period. And she's Ebo too. Um she I already know, I already know. Oh. no period you already know what the fuck is up she was saying like i could never dream this big only beyonce could tell me like but what about what if <laughs> but what if we were in front of all these people and i recorded it and it became a part of history like sometimes you can't you don't have the space you don't have the teacher you don't have somebody a mentor a parent people who were able to dream so big but that's that's right. what you to do. To dream big, to do all of these. You owe it to yourself too. Yes, you really do. You owe it to yourself and to the people around you to be like, no, like think a little harder though. Like yeah. what up? <laughs> yeah. That'd be me. Like nine times out of ten. That's literally how I got this song. I was like, but what if? And look at him, whooping my ass. That's my nephew right there. Always ready to fight. Yeah, him getting big, him him neck big. And I wish he had a shirt on. He bit up his shirt today, but it said free face licks because that's all he does is kissy kiss, kissy boy, and bite. But he should. You would have loved his fashion. Um, we can get into this first question, even though the conversation has oh been kind of good and we kind of covered this, but what does fashion really mean to you? Um not just the word, but like, you know, the way you dress, the way you see other people dress, styling folks, like fashion is not just, we're taking this definition, not just at the 
Webster definition of what fashion is, but what we know fashion to be, which is really a culture, a movement, a lifestyle. Um, yeah. I say fashion um, has, for one, saved my life. People yeah. always um, take that uh, loosely, but I mean it. You know, yeah. I've been in really like dark um, times, mm-hmm. um, really low. And being able to express myself and create crazy uh, combinations and color block outfits or casual chic it up um, empowered me to make me like, okay, I belong here. Yeah. Um, can do what I want to do. I can be creative. There's nothing wrong with the way I create, with who I am. Um, and seeing the the impact it has on other people because I, I, I push kindness yeah. so much because you never know what anybody is going through. Until, at least in my case, you style them. Yeah. And you can see, okay, what are their insecurities before or while we're consulting or while we're doing fittings? Yeah. And shoot, just seeing seeing it come together, seeing the photographers telling them how to pose and them being accessorized and glammed up, you see it, another side of them. Yeah. Um, and I believe fashion is empowerment. It's, yeah. it's healing. And that's what it's, I'm a living testament that it does that. It's what it did for me. I wouldn't be talking to you had it not been for it. Yeah. Uh, who are you? I would not be talking to you. Yes, I stand that. I think that um, people discover their passions because of, unfortunately, through adverse experiences like trauma or grief or depression. And that was where I discovered my creativity or my need for creativity was after my suicide attempts in high school. It was like, "Mm, I got to do something. Wow. I'm sorry. No, literally people are like suicide attempts. I'm like, no, bitch. I'm crazy like I'm living this life but who wants to do that um and people I was homecoming queen you know she, she dresses nice she's cute hashtag she's got it all Fergie glamorous glamorous what's going on and right. I, you know everybody has like you said you never know what niggas be going through you really you don't um, I was going through a lot as a child. I've always expressed myself through dress, but my mom is a, my mom and my dad are like finesse dressers. Like they're just, they come from people, from families of people who know how to dress, who just dress well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they were very self-conscious about what their kids wore. So my mom never allowed me to pick my own clothing. It wasn't until I moved out of her house that I even bought, like bought, wore and accessorized my own clothing. I've always gone to schools with uniforms and she did that on purpose. And for high school, it wasn't on purpose. I chose the school, but it was also on purpose that she liked that school. Cause she's like, bitch, you're only allowed to go to a couple schools. I'm gonna say no. Um, so they no. Really controlled what I wore and what I look like, my hair, whether or not I wore makeup until basically like the end of high school into college era when I was able to be independent. So it was after my suicide attempts and I had already experimented with at least accessorizing and writing that I was like, huh, maybe when I go to college, I can just act like I'm not the same person and really trick these people into thinking I'm an amazing person. (laughs) I literally was like, I'm just gonna lie (laughs) and wear these amazing clothes and act as if I've always been this way. Um, And my friends obviously saw through that. They're like, you're lame, but you dress great. And I'm like, period, bitch. Um, So, you know, she- that wasn't surrounded around being a victim and thinking that the world was against me. And I decided to just be that bitch. I felt, I feel like one of my models is like every day 
is a moment to be that bitch. Like, why wouldn't I be that bitch? If I have a minute to walk through a room and you niggas stop and stare, like, it just, it empowers me. And I learned that in college, running from homecoming queen, I had a really self-conscious about what I look like and what my size was like specifically. I was also being hazed in an organization that I was joining in my college that I was rebelling against. So I was going through a lot of shit. A lot of people were on my phone. I was depressed. Um, and I tell my neos this all the time that that is not empowerment. That's not sisterhood. That's not what, like you said, putting niggas on looks like. Um, right. Torturing, li- literally torturing people um, is not what my founders would have wanted for us. And so going through all of that, I was like, I feel like this depression you know, me not liking who I am is really not lining up with the actions and the things and the ways that people see me because people had always told me like, you look great. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know you tried to kill yourself yesterday, love. You look great. I'm like, I know, bitch. <laughs> she was in her IV in the, in the tub when she was attempting, like she looks great. We're not gonna, we're not gonna fault that. Um, and that's always been my philosophy. It's like, it doesn't really matter what stage of life I'm going through. It's a half of like a protection for me so that people don't get in my business and they think that everything's okay. Cause obviously I've dealt with depression and all those other sorts of things. And I don't want people to be asking me all these fucking questions cause then I have to tell them the truth. And then I'm like, Oh, you're going to know. Um, but it's also like a liberating thing to get out of that, to be like, I'm going to talk about who I am and what happened to me and my experiences and show people that this person that you think that's bubbly and great also goes through hard times, also has dark thoughts and attempts things that y'all would never really think would even happen. But fashion, my expression, art, music, all of these things have saved me, have brought me through situations, have proven to me that I am as Britney Spears would say, stronger than yesterday. (laughs) Happy you're still here and your story is incredible. Yes, I'm so happy for myself that I'm still here. Thank you so much because that's really the hardest thing to realize is like your story is needed and necessary and you got to tell people. Like, you know, I, you don't necessarily, you know, for my writing, for my writing people, you know, a lot of people have a lot of trouble putting out that first thing, just sending it off or submitting writing. Do you ever feel nervous about like, you know, writing about fashion and what people will think about it or if they won't agree with you or if they think your fashion sense is ugly? <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's some people that think that, uh, but <laughs> I don't care. Like, yeah. I just like, I'm like somebody like it for every person that doesn't somebody does mm-hmm. and there's a concern with every writer mm-hmm. um are they gonna how are they gonna perceive my work how are they gonna perceive me yeah like, understood as an artist I don't I don't have any concern about being perceived I have concerns about did I express myself fully and yeah. put out everything that I felt like embodied my creative spirit mm-hmm. so no I don't I don't doesn't cross my mind i'm like if you if you like the outfit you like it if you don't you don't you know if you like personal style great if you don't they did so it's just and it's hard because i feel like the fashion world is so built on critique it's always especially an award show like an award show comes out i feel like a lot of youtubers that i watch like people live for the drag obviously the girls they just want to see the drama they just want to see people like not enjoying things but 
It's weird. I feel like I've seen an uptick of people not necessarily dragging the outfit, you know, Joan Rivers, fashion, fashion roast, whatever, but more so being like, is this outfit really pushing a narrative? Is this outfit like breaking a mold? Is this outfit making me interested? And I think those are things to critique people on. Like there definitely are people who kind of like dress regularly, which isn't a bad thing. But I think when you do have influence, when you do have this money, these teams of people, there are steps in fashion that you can take. There are limits that you can push or maybe messages that you can send, especially with those platforms and what people have done to send messages to send um, or whatever they can do with their celebrity, you would say, in fashion has been interesting to me. So I feel like fashion in and of itself is a way that people express themselves, but I also feel like it's a way to shape culture. It's a way to push push a message or a narrative. Um, And that's really what we're here for is like, bitch, change my mind. Like, around me, you know what I mean? That's what... that's where I want to see my fashion grow eventually. Right now, she's a vintage girl. She's into, you know, refurbished pieces. I refurbish or redo or distress or bleach or do whatever to a lot of my own pieces because I know what looks good on my body. I just don't feel comfortable touching anybody else's shit or saying that, like, I'm selling it or I'm going to give it to somebody else. Yeah. Um, by the way, wear it. But eventually, I want to get to a point to where everything I wear is by a young upcoming black, black out. and when people look up that that name they, they can pinpoint it to where it's from um or even if it is a vintage piece it's from a black vintage store like those what people wear outside and what paparazzis take pictures of them wearing oh my god it becomes staples it becomes movements for people and mm-hmm. I feel like if you have that much influence, the least you can do is like be conscious about what you're wearing, where it comes from, and basically acting as a billboard for messages and for people that you could be helping. And that's how I see myself. I ain't got no, I only got about this much influence anyway. You know what I mean? I don't know if you see fashion in a way of like influencing people, uh, but that's how I see it. What about you? I believe it can. Mm-hmm. I believe it can. Um, I've, I've definitely, as you said, it shapes culture. So I, I, yeah, I believe it can. I, excuse me. I believe it does. Um, and I believe like it, it, it inspires people. Yeah. You know, um, more so the influence. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. It does both, but yes, I think for me, I believe in it. Like it's just, you can, you can see somebody you look up to wearing it, wearing some, a piece that you, that you liked, but you didn't yeah. feel like you confidence you can pull it off you see them pull it off you're like well maybe I can just express it yeah or just try to style it because they did and they did it their way yeah. so do you see yourself as a client like kind of not necessarily living vicariously through them but kind of finding pieces that may be like "Ooh, I wouldn't wear that or I wish I could wear that and then putting someone else in it and you're like "Ooh, they look great in that <laughs> sometimes Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I'm guilty of that. I was like, "Wow, that would look, that would look nice." Um, yes, it have. I think, yeah, it definitely, <laughs> it does. I live because I never consciously tried to style someone, but you know, just like I'll be out with the girls, and I'm like, "Bitch, we're not wearing that." We're gonna go ahead yeah, and yeah, you're not a girlfriend if you don't tell your friend. Yeah, I'm gonna get the girl off. together. 
I, you can definitely wear something out of my outfit and I'll style, I've definitely styled my friend before because, you know, she's always like, bitch, I don't have anything to wear. So I'm like, well, stop lying. You do have things in here and I'll pick it out for her. But I've never officially, you know, I just feel like that's so scary. <laughs> like, really? yes, believing in someone else's hands. Like, like I said, like, I feel like fashion up until this point, it's changing, which is great. But it's always like who styled them as a positive or like as a, oh my God. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> Is there like a pushback or sort of like a precaution like as you were getting into it or was it something that you're like, oh, I don't care. Like, I just know this is going to be great. I'm, I love it. I can't wait. I think there's always some kind of precaution with starting anything new, especially something you're passionate about. So that's like your baby. Mm-hmm. But I loved it so much that I felt like the love will surpass the insecurity and the worry and the yeah. doubt that may come up. Um, and I, I've looked at shoots I've styled before and I was like, what were you doing? Um, but <laughs> I've seen how much I've grown. Yeah. And it's so cool to look back at it and see that it's like, it wasn't the best album, but you have the confidence yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's what it takes. So. Yeah. I stand that you said that because I feel that way about a lot of our music. A lot of people like my music, which is great, but I feel like as a DJ, as a musician, I know other musicians would listen to it and be like, it's not that good, bro. And I'd be like, I know, like, like, give me a minute. Like, I get it. I can't. But that's, you know, that's the best part about it is the yeah. compilation, the, the putting it all together at the end, which is what I try and tell to my, try and explain to my students a lot. They're kids, they're really young. And as young artists, they want to see the, the takeaway like immediately. But I try and explain to them, you know, that's not going to happen. When you're, if we start a portfolio now of how you draw and we keep all of those drawings all the way up until the last day of the school year, you are going to be blown away with how much you've learned, with how much better you've gotten, with how much you've perfected your craft. But if right. we're here every day trying to create the end that are focusing on the end instead of focusing on you're the gonna miss it you're gonna miss you know, it yeah. i'm gonna be able to really have fun with it i have to remind myself of that every day something else i tell them is like i'm consistently thinking about the future being young being a black woman being independent owning my shit it's really important for me to know that like my bills are going to be paid where's the money coming from and that as an artist will take so much out of you because you have to physically just do things so that you can stay alive like this may not be something I really want to do or something I'm really passionate about, but it's going to pay the bills. And I want to, you know, give a hundred percent or maybe even 40% with Corona, you know, 20%, 10% to, Five. you know, 1.6, whatever I can give to this project is just what's going to get it. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel myself, especially in my fashion, coming back into like being interested in things. I'm really interested in like um, clothes with a lot of cutouts. There's this, yeah, this fashion designer named Di Pet who makes this wet dress. It just looks like it's stuck to the body, the dress. Like it's wet, even though it's dry. Um, and a lot, of, it's, uh, I'm, I'm into like fashion tech because I'm getting into like sex tech because I want to start a sex store. So I'm getting into like, People who put clothes in, into the fat, I mean, who put lights into the clothes, people who um, 3D print clothes, 
Cardi B on the cover of Harper's Bazaar or the interview she had with Mariah, a mm -hmm. lot of clothes were 3D printed, so, and handstone. So I'm getting into like, you know, wearing things that aren't created with fabric. Like, it's just interesting to me um, that people are wearing more of like costume wear every day. Masks, masks, I still can't say that correctly, are also very interesting to me right now because of Corona. I'm like, <laughs> I'm kind of like into them. I think I'm just going to keep them as a permanent staple. I think so. Number one, so many places in the world wear masks because of the amount of people that are there. And I think because America is getting, it be normal. you know, it's just, it's, I want to normalize it should be normalized. So I'm just going to keep that as a staple in my wardrobe. So I've just been like really into masks and finding like the ones that are the most comfortable, especially with this ear part. Cause mm -hmm. for me, comfortability trumps anything else. Like I'll wear, this because it's comfortable over something else because it's uncomfortable so that's kind of where i am in the fashion world where where are you at fashion wise i love your your outfit posts though by the way i live for them thank you um i've actually stared away from that the outfit post why if i may ask um i think i've passed that point point. Mm. and as, I, an, as an individual yeah i think i think um as an artist, as whatever. Yeah, I think that's how I started styling, was styling myself. Yes. And I think it's at a point now where people know you can. Uh -huh. So I think it's it's just coming back where um, uh, accessibility, mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, people I'm, I'm close to or people that are like friends that I we can hang out or get drinks together. You guys can see the outfits, you know, yeah. but now it's time to just hone in on what I love to do, which mm -hmm. is style somebody else more than style myself. Yeah. Um, so I just was ready to close that chapter. Um, on my, like, my style right now, it's really just been, like, uh, because it's, like, spring is such a, like, a weird point, it's just kind of, like, tomboy chic right yeah. now. It's just, like, some some gray sweats or like a oversized tee and like some cute sneakers and like accessorized like but summer we're stepping because we outside we outside we so outside that's a whole nother it's a whole nother um but right now it's just like a tomboy chic yeah I'm I'm trying to like just really just rebrand and just focus on styling my clients because that brings me a lot more joy and it's it, it's not stressful sometimes mm -hmm. styling myself now is stressful because all I want to do is wear sweatpants or something like that I'm like I don't care yeah but going being on set or styling virtually styling someone or doing consultation and things like that is where like my heart just kind of like flutters like I love it so, I love that I think that thank you um another stylist that I love Adair Curtis oh yeah yeah, he's, he's done a lot of people this past award season. Yeah, he's amazing. But he wears like sweats and and literally every pair of Air Max 90s you can find. Like, that's it. He wears the same thing. And I feel like a lot of people in the fashion world wear very relaxing clothes. You have to be. You have to. I'm doing a lot. Like, I'm stopping yeah. these people. I don't have time to wear other shit. Yeah, unless I'm like on vacation or something. Right. Then you're going to, you know, if there's a time for a stunt, then obviously you're going to start and you're going to know exactly where to get it. And you're gonna know exactly the person to get it from. But, right. You know, it's not time for a stunt Tiana every time. No, it's not. At all. No, 
we don't have time for that. ready to close that door it feels weird to do yeah. that but, but it's time especially it's if you run a business you know that is centered around the idea of style of you styling other folks i think it's really important for people to see what what these people look like um yeah definitely because like you know your style the best obviously we um we kind of all do unless you have bad style <laughs> you know um, right. other people can help you but for the most part you know what i mean it's really important for businesses to understand that like it's instagram kind of creates this false narrative that you can like run off of just looking hot or you know yeah. kind of wearing your own shit but that's really for a privileged subset of people which like i said are like the girls who have their bodies done, who can afford like to pay for the vending fees and finding all of these really exclusive boutiques because their parents gave them the money. Like it's a very small set of people who are really achieving doing that like model. Um, yeah. And everyone else, you really need to focus on who your target audience is. Stop, stop by Definitely. Like whoever your target audience is, you kind of need to get them and once you get them and they're ready to like give into the product, like kind of lean into that. And being a black woman, especially me trying to get into the sex industry, like me keeping my face away from my business for the first couple of years is actually better for the business. <laughs> yeah. It is for me being the face of it. And you don't always have to be the face of your business either. You could just keep your business, like your personal business as your business. Um, and your I'm, business I'm, I'm always a private person though. That's, that's the thing. That's the other thing is I just hate, I think that people enjoy who I am as a person and I obviously do that too, but it's, I've had to come to the realization that I'm, I don't owe anybody anything. No, I love privacy. Privacy is the best. It's privacy is a luxury. Yeah. I would definitely take advantage of. Exactly. And I agree with you that I think I take a lot of liberties in being seen in a lot of areas because of the circles that I'm in and also the, the work I do you know I just work in the community so it's important to be seen in the community yeah you know but I want to be seen in certain ways right not for clout reasons or on social media definitely not you yeah. know it's about impact it's about helping people just no. making people feel good that's what matters to me that's all that matters making people feel good making people feel seen and heard definitely that's what I want people to know me for, period. <laughs> okay. The last question is like, what is the fashion future for you? And you can interpret that question however you see fit. <laughs> I say the fashion future for me is to create a fashion scholarship for like a middle school girl. Like, like a middle schooler or something like that, or yeah. a high schooler who's graduating, who were out fun for them to be certified in like fashion, fashion styling or something like that. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, and just really just growing as a stylist. Yeah. Constantly creating new things, um, new looks, new memories, new moments and just showing those who look like me that they can do it too. That's definitely something that's like, that's huge for me. On a personal level, it's just, as you said, privacy is, is, is as we agree, privacy is a luxury. Yeah. Um, and it's time, as I said, to, to close that door yeah. of, of how we got here. And you know, we're already here. 
Yeah. So it's time to to just take different measures and just trust that it'll work out. It's time to pivot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's time to go in a different direction. It's not a bad thing, not a good thing, not a nothing. It's just uh, it's just it, it just is. is. <laughs> it just, it just is. is. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Um, I think the fashion future for me will forever be gauchos. Um, wear gauchos. Everyone start go back to go back to just wearing large pants, like at any form. So that I do like large pants. Yeah, in any form, so that I can just like go back to wearing what I want to wear, um, and looking the way I want to look. Uh, but mm -hmm. as I said, I think my fashion um, is dictated a lot by my gender presentation or how I want people. Cardi. You good, nephew? <laughs> Look at him. Do it all. Like, stop! <laughs> I can't stand you. Um, of how I want people to view me or how I want them to perceive me. Um, and when I first moved here, I really wanted to dress more butch. Um, and now I'm like back in my STEM sort of like androgynous sort of phase. Which I love. Thank you. I'm living for it. I kind of can't be too femme. I can't be too butch. I have to be like right there in the middle. You got to be yourself. Yeah. And I'm really living for that right now. Uh, but I do want to get back into dresses and heels. But the reason why I stayed away from heels is because I have flat feet. So I just need to find something that's comfortable, which is why I'm into fashion tech because people are coming up with these crazy ways to like have these fancy or different looking shoes and also like not break your feet. So I'm looking at stuff like that. And yeah, that's my fashion future. Just kind of continuing to be a lover of fashion, um, someone who intakes fashion, someone who follows people who are into fashion, who do fashion professionally, because I'll always just be kooky and just kind of wear whatever the fuck I feel like wearing. And that's what I love most about you. That yeah. you're authentically yourself. You don't see that often. You don't see that often. My students say I don't match. They're like, you never match. You just be wearing whatever you want to wear. And I'm like, no, period. I look You'll learn later that there's no such thing. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'd be telling them. I'm like, y'all will get it soon, but. You'll get it eventually. Just fly as hell. Just, just keep matching. You'll it, look back on your throwbacks where you were matching and be proposed. So just keep going. Just right disgusted. Disgusted. Yeah, so the fashion future is bright um, and Definitely. happy. Black joy is centered in it, and I'm excited for it, period. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I really had for us today. This was really fucking good. Oh, my God. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I'm a fan. You I, want the people to know. I want the people to know I am a fan of I, Taylor. No, I'm your fan. <laughs> We're not competing about fans here. I'm, I'm, I'm the, the biggest fan. I'm screaming. Um, no competition. No competition. <laughs> I love you so much. I can't. So, so much. And I'm just happy that you, that you just allow me to be on your podcast. It's an honor. When I tell you I love doing this, I love having you here. I love you. You are everything. I live for you. Like, as soon as I saw your first picture of you just, like, in the street, I was like, who is this i remember you saying that that's hilarious <laughs> who is this like this is crazy like how like i'm i was always that kid that ran up and was like 
can I be your friend? Like, just let me be your friend. Let's just sit together at lunch. We ain't got to do too much. Just let me sit with you at lunch. Let me ask you some questions. Like, it's so lit. But we need to do something. Like, I just, I don't know. That album just set me off for a fashion show. And I remember my soon-to-be ex asking me to do a fashion show for them. And I'm like, I'm not doing a fashion show for you. And I'm like, I wouldn't mind doing one. But just something with fashion, I'm just very much feeling it. A photo shoot or something. We have to do something together. I don't know. Okay. I'll just keep me posted. No, I'll stew on it. <laughs> I'll stew on it. I'll stew. Let me know. It'll be so cute. Like we definitely need to do something together. Because she's not gonna be here for long, y'all. She's gonna be. You don't, have to, you don't have to put that out there. You don't get to put that out here. You know, she's. She'll put it out there anyway. Ah! She reminds me of when my boss, my. One of my really good bosses who um, is still my boss to this day, I DJ for him. And he was like, you won't be here for long. You know, you just, the way you think, where you're headed, you're, you'll be great. <laughs> you'll be out there. We're gonna be, oh my God, this is going to be us. Look at Chi. Oh my God. You see her? Oh my God. And you're going to be in the air. We're going to be like, oh my God. There she go. It's going to be so cute. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I live for you so much. Um, thank you so much for talking to me too. I really enjoyed just catching up with you in general. We need to do that more often. Yeah, definitely. When I um, we, we both suck at texting. <laughs> I wanted to make that disclaimer. Don't get me like, don't get me started. And I but just immediately like, understanding that. Let me both- send you my Twitter right now because I literally was like, I used to be a really good texter, but I've been hardened by the system. Like people are not good texters, so I was like, well, I'm gonna do less. Period. And now you I can get out of it. <laughs> I'll have good intentions of texting back and then I'll see the text like three hours later and I'm not I'm not texting anybody I'm not texting back it's been three hours I feel like you like it kind of irritates me when people text me back I'm like why would you do that why can't you wait why yeah. can't you wait a few days like I wanted you to like a week nah. when I tell you like my friends will text me back six weeks later and they're like I'm so sorry I'm like no this is actually too short I'm not going to text you back for another three and a half weeks. For another year. <laughs> for another year, because this actually was too soon for me. Um, but thank you. Like, you do you. But yeah, we're, we'll get our texting together. You've gotten me sufficiently buzzed for the night. I got to put this Aldi salmon in. And this this nigga's biting water bottles. You some salmon. No, I, I'm not done with that water bottle. It's clearly full. <laughs> it's a full water bottle that he's about to bust all over my floor how did you take the top off love you nephew not stink and now he's drinking the water out of it oh god he's so annoying he acts like he doesn't like i don't feed a sustainable king yeah like i don't water him resourceful so resourceful he is exactly but I, i will talk to you soon thank you so much for this this was amazing thank you for having me god always text me whenever no i Always take that liberty. <laughs> Have a good night. You will <laughs> let me know. I hope how that salmon turned out. Yes, at least that. At least give me that. At least send me pictures. I'm at least be send me drunk. I'm about to go ahead and cook this salmon for y'all on IG Live. It's already seasoned. It's already cooked. I'm putting it in the oven. <laughs> 
literally like i can't deal with you but let me put this honey in my fridge and never touch it again and i will talk to you soon friend thank you so much all right thank you i'll talk to you later